going on, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the Throwing Shape podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm joined once again here with Andy and Brett, also known as uh, TD Barrett. You're going to be able to find all the uh, social links, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff, YouTube channel in the description below. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing awesome, man. How are you? Doing great. Andy, how are you doing? Doing really good, man. Doing really good. Really excited to get going again here. So Very to, nice. So to start off the show, me and Andy, for the first couple episodes, we had a thing called the E5 Picks. And I really don't know why it was called the E5 Picks. It was pretty much we picked five sporting games. But now that we have Daniel uh, on here all the time, that we're going to kind of start a new one fresh uh, with him. So I got five sports games, and we're all going to be giving our picks for these games. And then next week, we'll be able to tally up and, like, and see who wins week to week. Uh, it'll be something that you guys can follow. So this week, we got five NFL games. Five NFL games. So I'm going to give Andy, do you want to go first? I'm going to give you a game, and then Daniel, and then I'll answer too, and we'll all just say uh, who we think is going to win. So Titans versus Packers. All right, Titans, Packers. I'm going to go with the Packers. I'm I'm a big fan, um, have been for a few years, so that's for sure I'm taking them in this one. You want the Packers? We're going to talk about the Packers later in the show then. I didn't know you were a fan. I have a few things I want to say about the, the Packers. All right. I, I really do. Okay, Daniel, who do you got? So, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Packers here. Um, I know they've looked like a mediocre team as of late, um, but I, I feel like this might be the game they're getting healthy. Um, but you know what? Don't count the Titans out. Uh, I, I got the Packers edging out the Titans uh, in a closely contested uh, affair. Okay. All right, so Daniel's first overall pick, he's going with the safe choice. He's going to say, I'm going with the Titans. Very interesting. I'm 100% going with the Titans here. I, I want to talk, I want a whole segment in this show about the roast of Aaron Rodgers and how he is the <laughs> single most overrated quarterback. Oh, like, man. what has he done lately? Let, oh, let's, we'll, we'll talk about this later, though. Uh, let's move on to the Seahawks and the Patriots. Daniel, you can go first on this one. Okay, now this game I'm looking forward to. This is uh, this is just, uh, you know, I know the Seahawks are a little bit down this year. Um, they haven't looked as potent as they have in the past. And part of that is, you know, Russell Wilson had an injury. And, he, he you know, he's kind of limping along for a few weeks. But uh, he looks to be healthy now. And that's going to be a good game. I still, I'm going to go safe again, though. I'm going to go with the Patriots. I just, uh, they're still the cream of the crop in my mind in the NFL and until uh, somebody can prove me otherwise I'm going with the Patriots here what about you Andy I am 100% with you there I guess you copied my first pick so I'm going to copy your second pick <laughs> you guys are both going with the Patriots we are going with the Patriots well if I if I keep picking what you guys do then there's no way any of us can win so I'm, I'm going with the Seahawks oh, bold strategy um, so I mean, you got you kind of got destroyed in the first two uh, first two E five picks. Oh, that's actually uh, that's actually an inaccurate statement. I won the first week. What? Yeah, but the second one, I think I kind of blew you out of the water a bit. How about uh, how about you did not win the first week? It was two to two. I I, I almost I tried to cheat. I unintentionally I cheated in the first week. Yes. Let's move on though. The Andy pity party can continue uh, later in the show. Uh, let's move on to the Cowboys and the Steelers. You guys are not invited to my pity party. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I've, I've got the Cowboys way out front in this one. Way out front. Yeah, you know what? Uh, the Steelers haven't looked great. Um, but you know what? I'm going to go with the Steelers. They're actually my second favorite team in the NFL, aside from my Falcons. Uh, I love Big Ben. I think they're going to get their act together this week, and they're going to uh, take care of the Cowboys, although the Cowboys are on quite a run right now. They're riding uh, Dak's uh, hot hand here. But uh, I, I got the Steelers in this one. I'm gonna like go. I'm gonna actually go with Andy on this one with the Cowboys. I think the Steelers have probably nah, not the worst coach, but the most overrated coach in the league, and Mike Tomlin. Uh, with that much talent, they should be doing a lot more. They shouldn't be four and four right now. Uh, Cowboys. They got a great running back. Um, I actually also in the video. Let's talk. Let's talk some Dak and Romo stuff later. I'd like to talk about that a little bit. But yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys. Uh, Dolphins and Chargers. Uh, talk about who cares, um, but <laughs> what what do you guys have for this game? Uh, go Dan, for it. Dan, oh, you're giving it to me. I'm, okay. I'm handing it off to you. Well, dolphins are a wonderful sea creature, so you know, I'm probably going to go with them. They can, <laughs> they can swim really great. That's a good pick, man. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. Yeah, how do you guys feel about this game? Pretty excited, hey? <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I'll be oh, Sunday when Sunday rolls around. You know what I'm waiting for? Dolphins Chargers. So, quickly, let's just make these picks quick. I'm going to go with the I'm going with the Chargers. Daniel, who do you got? I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. Okay, uh, Philip Rivers, I feel bad for that guy, man. He's just kind of rotting away there on a bad team and he's a good quarterback. He's a great uh, quarterback. Yeah, he really is. And I'm going with the Chargers on this one. Okay, last last one. You guys literally have three seconds each. Jaguars, Texans. 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 Jaguars. Bold statement. Nah. I'm taking a risk. I'm taking a risk this week. I could go 0-5, but I also could win by a landslide. Uh, so that's it for the E5 picks. Uh, and I wanted to start a little discussion before we get into some other stuff about college football and the NFL. What do you guys prefer? What do you guys think is better? Are you guys college football guys or NFL fans? Daniel? Uh, okay, so I've, uh, you know, I like both for different reasons. Um, right now, let me just say, let me just say one thing here. Um, the, the refereeing has been atrocious in both, in my opinion. Absolutely horrible. In the NFL and in college, so there's something's got to happen uh, on the uh, officiating, in my opinion. But um, you know, so, college football is pretty exciting, um, <laughs> and there have been a lot of ties this year in the NFL. Um, you know, I don't know. I just I am still a pro guy um, in all, across all the sports. Basketball, same thing for me. So I'm probably still going to give the edge to the NFL because it is a little bit of a superior product, in my opinion. Um, the, 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 the talent gap isn't quite as, as high as in college, you know. I'm not going to watch, um, you know, LSU take on uh, some, like, Division II school and, and just absolutely destroy them 81 to nothing. I mean, to me, that's not good football either. Right. Um, but then once you get into the, you know, the, the, the meat of it, uh, the, the, the hardcore SEC matchups uh, between the powerhouse schools, now you're talking a different story. So... Uh, I still give the edge to the NFL here, but um, it's, I don't know, it's getting close. Uh, college fo football sure is exciting. What do you guys think? Yeah, just, just to go back and touch on, on the, the horrible refereeing thing you brought up. Why, why do you think 
there's this sudden sudden change in the quality we're getting from the officials like is there are there new rules are there you know like what's what's the big change why all of a sudden is it horrible do you think I feel that, okay so I feel the the referees uh, the officials are a little I almost feel they're freaked out a little bit uh, they're freaked out to make the wrong call because everything is so amplified these days, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, you'll be trending on Twitter in a, in a second just by throwing the wrong flag. So, so I feel there's that going on, the little freakout factor. And then also the constant changing of the rules between the DBs and the receivers has kind of um, made, it, made it to where referees kind of um, doubt themselves sometimes. And it becomes... Uh, like a 50-50 type deal where sometimes they'll throw a flag and it'll be completely wrong and sometimes they won't and they should have. Um, so I think it's a combination of things. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think you're right. It's I, I, I think in sports in general now with all of these, you know, with the, with the new, like in, in hockey, you get the blue or the offside cameras. Um, in baseball, you're virtually allowed to challenge almost every play. Um, I think that the referees are almost being being punished for being human. They're taking out the human the human error side of things. Good point. Um, but it's yeah, you're right. Like it's it's really putting those guys on the on the spotlight. And I, yeah, I don't know if it's benefiting benefiting the game or not. But to answer Brett's question, I, I'm a big NFL guy um, over college football. I agree. Like the I think the the skill gap uh, in college football when you go from a first string to a third string guy is far more noticeable when you're in the NFL and you go from a first string to a third string, that kind of thing. So I I, I enjoy the NFL and and I think that's yeah, like that's my pick. Brett, what are your thoughts on it? So my thoughts I here, I'll say first, I do like college football. Like there's a few like the national championship Oregon uh, Ohio State, probably one of the most exciting games I've ever watched. I won uh, 80 bucks on uh, Sports Select on it, so it has a little bit of added meaning to me. Um, but what college football did this year, and like the NFL ratings, they dropped 15%. Did you guys know that? I did not. So the NFL ratings have dropped quite a bit, and week one, like college, everyone was saying, like all over Twitter, all over everything, that college football is taking over. But what college football did was they, like, they stacked up week one. With all these massive matchups. And the, the, it goes back to what Dan was saying with it. So with week one, very exciting games, close games. But what like what we've got since week one in college football is the 70 to nothing games. They're like, uh, Alabama, I don't think they've lost in like 22 games. And most of those wins are by like margins of like 30 to 40. So when people say that college football is more exciting to watch than the NFL, the best thing about the NFL is how close the games are. Right. Like any team, it's so hard to pick winners for this stuff because any team at any day could come out with a win. Like, and I just, it's not like that in college football. You don't want to go watch like certain schools that are just, they don't have the recruiting money. It also goes back to recruiting money. Like college football is a little bit unfair. Like once you're good, you're just going to get better. Like the NFL does a good job with like giving the worst team in the league the first round pick and stuff to keep things like closer and stuff. But college football, it's like, it's an interesting thing in the fact that it's all about recruiting money and how much you can offer these guys like out of high school to get the best recruits 
And like bad schools are going to stay bad for a long time. And it's not going to be very competitive. So that that's my opinion on the whole college, like NFL. Someone was telling me today that they thought college football was way more entertaining throughout the season than the NFL. And I just, I really did not think that that was true. Right. That's a thing that depends kind of who you ask, right? Now you're asking a guy that's a fan of Alabama. Yeah. That's one thing, right? But if you're following Portland, the Portland State Vikings... Um, I see a different story, right? <laughs> you might not be as passionate if you're a Portland State. It'll be passionate, but it'll be an angry passion. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say a few things about college football. I, I think it's a good thing to talk about. I, we haven't really brought up college football yet. Um, and the national championship games are always very exciting. Oh, they're phenomenal. That's, yeah, that's, they are. That's yeah. must-see TV. And I must, and, yeah. Can we touch on NCAA football? I mean, oh, yes. I wish that game came back because... This is what I used to do. Speaking of, uh, uh, to your point about recruiting uh, money or recruit, you know, having power, I used to take a really small school and just kind of grind and, and try to recruit these uh, four-star, five-star athletes. And you know, every once in a while, one of them would come to my school. Uh, you know, and I would just love it, and I'd slowly but surely uh, build up my like Division two school. And man, I miss that game so much. I think we all do. That's like the one game that I think every sports fan would agree they want to have back. Road, like Road to Glory was my favorite mode. Oh, I love that. That was the only game that I've ever been in the top three of something. Like as a wide receiver on Road to Glory, I was in the top three. I was number three highest rate. I played Road to Glory a lot. Wow. Like it was an absolute blast. I think I didn't realize it because I remember going to the store to buy NCAA 14 and just being excited for it. And everyone was saying, oh, this is the last one. This is the last one. And it didn't set in until like it was over. Until like, and then right. nothing new came out, and it was so disappointing, honestly. Like, and it just I hope that they can get all this stuff sorted out because with Madden dying right now, and like NCAA was what kind of put a little bit of pressure on Madden. Would you so agree? Why, so why why did they why did they stop? Why is why did they you know cut production on this game? It's like, it's, it's a player likeness. So they were using. It started in uh, NCAA basketball, where one of the guys um, who was who was watching, who used to play basketball, they were using like his face and his name in the game without his permission. <laughs> Huge lawsuit through all the NCAA games. Yeah, yeah. class action. Yeah, yeah, it's still going on. Aren't, is it is it settled yet? I think I think they just settled it a couple of months ago. So it just settled, but. Uh, it's looking um, to where there might, I mean, we might be waiting a long time to get another uh, college college game unless they completely restructure it, which I'm, I'm cool with, right? I mean, they were made up, quote unquote, made up names to begin with, and I was always fine with that, you know? I didn't care what the guy guy's name was, honestly. I looked at the, the stars, you know, like was he a four-star recruit, five-star recruit? And then, you know, you could import import your um, custom rosters also, which was kind of a nice touch, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I miss that game a lot. Uh, you know, not to bash Madden or anything, but oftentimes, and I've played uh, both games uh, religiously for many years, oftentimes NCAA was actually the better uh, product as far as gameplay on, on, the, on the football field. I know, agree with that opinion. 100%. It's too bad that one mistake like that would 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 end such a such a good game and and that's but I mean that's yeah it's a, it's a decently big mistake it's yeah, really yeah. It's, it's decently sized it definitely got blown out of proportion and where someone saw they're like oh they're using my stuff I could make a lot of money if I if I sue and I'm sure they will 
yeah. Like a lot of people. But yeah, I think we all missed that game. It's it's mm-hmm. pretty consensus. Um, the head of Madden, though, uh, is it Ed O'Bannon? Is that the name? Yes, I think so. Yeah, or I'm not sure who it is. He said in an interview actually a while ago that he it's his like one of his favorite games, and he really really wants it to come back. So I might, we might see something. Oh yeah, there's at some point once this is all figured out, they will bring. They'd be stupid not to bring it back. Can you imagine the hype for the release of that? Right, like you said, it's a consensus kind of. Everybody agrees. Everybody that owns Madden right now will go out and buy that as well. Oh. So, I mean, it's a yeah. it's a no-brainer. No and you are going to get people back who aren't buying Madden right now who were just NCAA people and they're just, uh, you know, they would be licking their chops. I mean, they would, yeah, it, it, would, be, it would be a huge success. Mm-hmm. And if you think, like, it's almost a, not a benefit for them, but, like, when you take something away for a long time, the demand to get it just increases, right? So like, true. like you have people now who are just dying to get this. So if they brought out a new game, the sales on that thing would be insanity. Like, I, I mean, even a digital, a digitally uh, remastered NCAA 14 on the PS4 would probably sell like hotcakes. Why? Right? Why is that not a I, thing? Why has I, that not come out yet? See, I don't know if they're allowed to do it. I, that's the that's only true. thing I can figure that they they're not allowed to do it. That they're not yeah. allowed to actually re-release the game. Uh, due to the lawsuit, but I'm not sure. I mean, I would buy it. I know that, and I know a lot of people would, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Well, let's move on because we should. That definitely a good chat. We'll get back to that in another episode. Uh, but Daniel was, or Andy was, looking at um, the top five sports games rankings right now. Um, yeah. And we're just gonna go. Do you want to go through those, Daniel? And sure. Or yeah. or Andy, I meant to say. Yep. Absolutely. So. First overall, I don't think there's any big surprise, was FIFA 17. Um, personally, I don't have a lot of experience playing FIFA. I, I know I've, I, like I played 15 quite a bit, um, and I actually like I really enjoyed it. Um, have either of you guys got to play FIFA 17? or Daniel's the FIFA guy. Daniel's yeah. the FIFA guy. I've played I've played quite a bit. I have yet to play the uh, the journey, their new uh, story mode um, that they released in FIFA 17. I hear uh, decent things about it. I, I don't think that's the reason FIFA is number one. Obviously, you know, soccer, the world sport, that's the main reason. It's it's gonna kind of always take number one. Right. Uh, but you know, NBA 2K 17 is gonna kind of kind of pushed FIFA here in the coming years, I think. What a segue uh, yeah, you FIFA, just made. FIFA, I, I like it. Uh, it. It's good. It's always good. You can kind of always, um, you know what to expect. You know, yeah. they kind of play it close to the vest. They play it safe a little bit. Uh, to, for my, for me, a little bit too safe at times. Uh, you know, I would like them to take more chances. Uh, right. But so, you know, yeah. it is what it is. It's it's good. It's 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 a good game. It's a, it's just a solid all around good game. Right. So what would what would you like to see FIFA 17 do to kind of like to bump it from being good to being great to being like I need to play this all the time. Like I, I love this game. What's what's the big thing that they're missing? So the journey is like like a. A big step in the right direction. I think that's a good start to have a story mode. Um, honestly, when you talk about taking chances, NBA does that kind of year in and year out. So they always come up with new stuff, and I'm I'm not 
as creative as those guys are, obviously. But I would like to see uh, FIFA kind of um, involve classic soccer a little bit more. Get some like legends and stuff, or or maybe like a legendary World Cup mode, or, or you know, kind of go because you know the soccer history is pretty rich, um, just like any other sport, really. Um, right. They haven't really tapped into that, uh, like the history history books yet, really. So I would like to see some historic teams or, or historic challenges uh, or being able to go back to past World Cups. Something like that would be kind of a neat thing, and I think people would enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. So moving on, the number two sports game at this point in time is NBA 2K17. Um, Brett, I know we, we talked a little bit earlier about how you're such a big fan of it. Can you tell us why? The graphics are just better. Like, 2K actually, they put more... I've talked to this on previous episodes, so I don't want to go too uh, too far into this, but like, I just feel like it's a better product than a lot of the other games are releasing. Uh, they don't really don't have a lot of competition. NBA is probably the second most popular sport uh, behind FIFA because it's also played all around the world. Um, so they have that benefit. NBA Live just hasn't really taken that step. So they don't have EA. Um, so that that's why I'd say 2K17 is up there. It's it's a great game. They have the they have the park. They have the micro. They have the story. There's a lot of depth to that game. That like it's it's very impressive when you play it. Like you're never really going to get bored. Well, and and that's the biggest thing you'll find with games these days, is, or I find anyways. Is, is it so easy to get repetitious and, and bored? Like, it's mm. when they have such a such an in-depth game like that where you have, you know, like, you have your story mode, you can build from being a rookie, you can do your season, you can do playoff mode, things like that. Like, that's that keeps you interested for a long time. 100%. That's, that's the big thing. You have to find... What these developers all should be trying to do is, like, with the release of a game like that, you can sell it day one by just the name. Yeah. But their goal should be to have stuff coming out constantly, have enough modes in that game where people are not getting bored with it. Yeah, yeah. That should be the goal of a developer when they start. Like, because you have to just, you can't just have like two modes. You can't just have a franchise mode. You're not going to get away in sports video games like you used to with a franchise mode. And you need to add other things because every year, if you don't add something new, people are going to get bored. Yeah, absolutely. Very true. Absolutely. So the number three sports game uh, is MLB The Show 16. Um, either of you can chime in here. Like, what are your thoughts on the game? What does it need to improve on? What are you really happy with? Um, what are What are your thoughts? I I'll, I can go first here on this one. I go, guess. Go for it. Uh, sure. It, it's it's really good. It is. I'm not gonna lie. It's really good. But if they don't do something new next year, like they did this year, it'll fall off again. Like I, I think they did a great job with the battle royale. It's getting more popular every year. Obviously, it's what grew my channel uh, to the point helped grow my channel to the point that it is right now. But they just need to keep getting more creative. I think putting on Xbox would be smart. I think, like we said last episode, enhancing the road to the show um, would be a big thing for them. But they deserve that number three spot based on the pure experience of the game. It's just the graphics are amazing. The stadiums look awesome. That's that's why MLB The Show, even though when it wasn't the most like popular game, it was always one of the highest rated sports games because it's one of the most well-made sports games. Right, right. And Daniel? Um, yeah, so uh, Diamond Dynasty as well as Battle Royale, that huge leaps, right? I mean, two, just a short two years ago, Diamond Dynasty was really just a 
honestly terrible terrible game mode terrible literally the worst the worst the worst of all the card collecting game modes and you know as far as baseball goes it lends itself to a card collecting mode more than any other game would really so i I was always shocked at that so i'm super impressed with what they've done i had i spent a ton of time with diamond dynasty and battle royale this year uh streaming it was super popular on the streams and stuff um, I think they need to two things, two big flaws in the game. Graphics great, uh, the game looks great, the game plays great. Uh, two huge flaws: uh, commentary, commentary, commentary needs a revamp, and okay. so does Road to the Show. Those two things are on the top of my list uh, for. They just need to get revamped. They need, um, you know, Road to the Show has essentially has been the same game mode for ten years now since '06. I used to play it on the PSP, and I had a blast playing it. And I, I always have a blast, blast playing it, but the last two years I didn't even bother because it's literally the same exact experience. So I think they can kind of take a page out of uh, 2K, NBA 2K's uh, playbook, and even FIFA to that extent this year with the journey and kind of, you know, uh, really engulf the user experience, like get people more more entrenched in the game mode and 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 know what it feels like to be a, a professional baseball player trying to come up uh, to the big leagues kind of thing. I really yeah. think that you know they have a that's a huge window of opportunity there. I think they need to tap into. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So the number four game is another soccer game. Uh, it is Pro Evolution Soccer 2017. Daniel, have you have you played this one or? Yes, I love and, it. And absolutely love. love that game. Yes. So is this like did they did they basically take FIFA 17 and take these those risks you were saying and 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 make it a little more exciting or or what's the big difference? Ooh. So okay, so they actually they didn't and they are actually they do less. Okay. They even do less than FIFA, um, so that's kind of their. Uh, that's you know it. It is what it is. They're, it's 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 very simple. You look at the menu structure and everything. It's it's a little bit confusing. It's not really as um, polished as FIFA 17. Um, they don't have a story mode like FIFA does. Okay. Um, but I'm talking just gameplay. The yeah. gameplay is absolutely phenomenal on Pro Evo. And might be better than FIFA, actually. I mean, I play both games for different reasons. Um, Pro Evolution Soccer, they don't have all the licenses for all the teams. Um, So that's a big deterrent to people from playing it. And, you know, there's workarounds for that. You can download the kits and download the the logos and stuff. Uh, But for most people, that's just too much work. You know, they just want to pop the game in and play FIFA and have all the licenses, all the names and everything. Um... But I really highly recommend to anybody that's a soccer fan to try out Pro Evo because the gameplay is absolutely superb. I mean, that there's so many different player animations, so many. I have yet to score the same goal twice, basically, and I've been playing it for months. So that's, that's a big, you know, that's saying a huge thing about Pro Evo. I'm, I'm just a huge fan. Um, they do have Champions League uh, exclusively, the license for the Champions League. So it has all the overlays all the graphics all the artwork for the champions league so that kind of adds that authenticity that people are uh, searching for but i highly recommend pro evo it's just a great game and i hope they keep on making it i know uh, fifa outsells pro evo by a ton but 
Um, right. It's it's a great game. It really is. I play both every single year, and I love both games. So that's that's pretty cool. All right. So number five, and this is the last game that we'll kind of touch on here, um, is Madden Seventeen. Hmm. And uh, I, again, I don't know a whole lot about it, Brett. I believe we talked earlier. I think it was maybe the first or second podcast we did. It deserves number five. It, it really does. Okay. I I think and, it deserves to be that low. I'd put Axis Football at number five, maybe. Oh snap! <laughs> really? That's that's an inside joke. Uh, between <laughs> don't don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, I think Madden 17's a top five game. It's it's it pretty consistently below FIFA, NBA, MLB, and Pro Evo. It's just kind of it's just kind of there. Just it's like I don't know. Doesn't really have to do anything to be successful, so they're not doing a lot to be successful. So yeah, I, I think it's I think it should be sitting there. <laughs> All right, I sense a little bit of sourness in this. So. Well, I used to love Madden. I used to be like the biggest Madden nerd on the planet. I know. I, I, I love that game. I remember. To, I've docked more hours on that game than anything. That's like true. if I worked on anything as much as I played Madden Twelve, I'd probably be great at it. Like I played like six hundred games, so like. The fact that now I haven't even turned that thing on in like two or three months just proves like it's a, it's, it's a snooze fest. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what happens when these games get comfortable, right? Like, like you said, Madden. Every year they can they can literally put out the same game and put on you know seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, and people are going to buy it because it's Madden. Mm-hmm. So, but they're not going to keep dedicated fans of the game like you playing because and they're not going to get the pack openings out of you they're not going to get any of this stuff because they're not revamping their game so mm-hmm. as much as I mean yeah I, I don't know I, I I see your side of things and it's it's very frustrating when when these game makers just kind of they get in a spot where they're comfortable and they don't make these big changes because us as gamers, that's what we love to see is new things, new experiences, and and yeah, it's just I, if, if it wasn't not making it happen. If they would have kept team play, I wouldn't be as heated right now because I would just be playing team play. Because it's it's like so fun and Madden to play with a team, but they they got rid of team play, so yeah, that was there's that was savage of them. People and, would, you know that's that's kind of the thing. Sometimes I feel like developers um, when they don't have their finger on the pulse, this is what happens. Uh, they don't realize, oftentimes, people play these games for different reasons, right? There's people that just play MUT, and that's all they play. Then there's people that just play CFM, right? I mean, like the Bomber League guys. Uh, you know, I, I've gotten kind of friends with the guy who runs the Bomber League, which is, they're, they're super hardcore, sim-oriented, CFM, never played MUT or anything like that. They only play CFM. And then there's, there's like, team play guys that... They, they want to play that mode, you know? And so every time you take something out, you're going to upset a, a demo with that. Yeah. And eventually, you're, you're just going to sour um, a big part of the community, which is, uh, which is kind of sad, you know? And that's why kudos to FIFA for, doing, uh, for putting that uh, journey in the game uh, this year. They didn't have to do that, right? They could have just played it safe like every year. Um, but they kind of took, took a leap in that aspect. And I think Madden has to do the same thing. Uh, it's time to move on and, and start thinking about um, other game modes to put into the game that to make the game 
fun again, you know, for, for yeah. a lot of people. And team play, I, I want to give a shout out to my old team play partner. Super shady dude. I don't know what he's doing now. He, we, we were a strictly business relationship in team play, but man, we had when I was quarter, when I was a receiver, he was the QB. We we couldn't be stopped. So shout out to that guy wherever you are now. I, I, I hope you're I, I hope you're watching this right now, man. And I I'm sorry that we can't play team play too. All right, so. So guys, that was it for for my top five sports games um, at this point. Um, some really good opinions on them. I'm, you know, I, I get to learn more every time we do go over them. So that that was great, um, Daniel. I just had one thing I did want to touch on um, for yeah. mobile gaming was NBA Live. Uh, yes, I know. It's we, near and dear to my heart. <laughs> we, we did talk about it a little earlier, uh, just you and I. Um, but I, I just, you know, we were talking a bit about the packs, uh, pack openings, things like that. So let's, what, what are your thoughts on the game? Yeah, so, okay, so NB Life Mobile, um, obviously, I've never been a big mobile gamer until this year. Um, this was the first mobile game I gave a shot to this year, and I, it kind of swept me away. I, I really loved how fun it was, and obviously card collecting is, is a big part of it. It's uh, along all the uh, ultimate team mode lines, you know. You, you buy packs, uh, you earn packs, and you acquire different players. So we were talking earlier, Andy has just uh, started playing NBA Live Mobile. And, um, you know, there's different ways of getting great players on, on, the, on this game. And that's kind of a thing that I really enjoy about NBA Live Mobile. I kind of want to give them kudos for doing it the way they have structured it. Um, now, obviously, you can spend a bunch of money and buy packs, and some people may do that. Some people, like myself, possibly, <laughs> from time to time, I've been known to buy a pack you, or two no, or two hundred. You buy packs, <laughs> Dana? You yes. you open packs? <laughs> you haven't noticed. Apparently. Oh, this is news I, to I, me. On occasion, I only open packs on days that end with the letter Y. I, I thought so, you were a no money spend guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, th that leads me to my next point. Now, Andy <laughs> is just starting to play the game, and he he's really not interested in buying the packs and and spending a bunch of bunch of cash on it. And here's the cool thing about NBA Life Mobile: um, the best. If you look at the roster of all the players in the game, the best players in the game are actually cards that are not auctionable and cards that are not available in packs. Mm -hmm. So these packs, I just thought about this today, but but these cards are strictly available by grinding, uh, by grinding live events, solo challenges type game modes, and earning collectibles to fill sets uh, to get these players. Uh, 90 overall Steph Curry is one of them, 93 overall um, LeBron James, uh, supremacy LeBron James is what they call him. Uh, he's got a cool feature where actually he can hit a buzzer shot anywhere on the court. Uh, if the time's running down, you can literally be on your own baseline and just shoot the ball, and it's it's money. So that's I mean, pretty. That's, you know, that's the guy you want on your team, right? That's the guy you want. You get that guaranteed three points. But ninety, you know, ninety three overall, and he's not available in packs. The only way to get him is by uh, completing these live events, which are free to play. So that's kind of a cool cool way for people to still be able to compete and and these game modes. Uh, without having to spend money, you know, and I know a lot of people that come to my channel that have no money 
spent teams and they oftentimes have better squads than myself they just grind obviously you got to put in the time right one way or another you you got to you got to make a sacrifice here whether time or money but uh you have that chance to get a stacked team for uh for literally no money spent so that's kind of neat yeah yeah and i i actually like i really appreciate that about this game is is you find so many games, I mean, mobile or or on PS4 or Xbox One, things like that, that you basically pay to win, right? You can right. you can spend your money, and if you spend enough money, you're going to get enough good players that you can beat anybody you play, whether you're a good or a bad player. And and that's, that's what I appreciated a lot about this NBA Live, was that no matter what, like, if, if you're willing to put in the time, if you're willing to play... You don't exactly have to spend, you know, five grand or a thousand dollars to get enough packs to be good. You can still make your team good enough to compete. So that's that's all I wanted to touch on about that, um, Brett. So yeah, I wanted to get into some NFL talk here, and there's a guy in the league, Andrew Luck. Okay, he's kind of like everybody looks at him like he's some like Greek god of football, but to me, the guy's not that impressive. Maybe I'm biased because I'm a Titans fan. But, like, Andrew Luck, he hasn't won a Super Bowl. Peyton Manning did. Do you guys think? I personally believe, like, it's a tough decision for them to make, but do you guys think that after this time has passed that that the Colts should have stuck with Peyton Manning? I, honestly, like, I'm I'm a big believer in, like, in bringing in youth and letting them develop. Like, yeah, maybe they could have got to another Super Bowl, like, in the, in this time. That it's taken Andrew Luck to, you know, to, to grow and develop. But who's saying he's not going to be the best quarterback in the league in a year or two? I'm saying that. You're saying that. That's that's what you're saying right T- now. T.D. Barrett is saying he's not going to be the best quarterback in a year. So, mind you, he doesn't have the best stuff around him. Right. Like, but in my opinion, it's like them going away from Manning. Like, Manning's won a Super Bowl. You can't, you can't, in the NFL, like, you can't plan for five years in advance. You can't say, oh, we're going to, we're going to bring in this guy, this new rookie, and in six years, we'll win a Super Bowl. You, you got to win now. Like, and that's kind of what the, like, a lot of people were the Broncos were like, oh, Peyton, he's way too old. Well, they, they have a ring now. So, it's tough so to argue did, with that. How did Peyton Manning get to where he was? Some team took a chance on him, Correct. Correct. And, and let him develop and become the player he is now. Yeah, you're right. So how how can you how can you say that it's not proven? I, I'm not I'm not saying Peyton Manning was as well. I'm saying Andrew Luck. You're saying Andrew Luck is not gonna be a Peyton Manning. No, he's not. Everyone still talks about him like he is though, but his stats really aren't there. Like like stats don't lie in football, and like play the the, the last game they were in the playoffs. Actually, they might have been in there last year, but I don't think they lasted long. Was the New England verse that when they lost like by like fifty points? Ouch! And I don't care who you're asking. That wasn't because of a deflated football. I heard it was. <laughs> yeah, my my big thing is like you said earlier, um, the product around him is is very bad, very it, bad right now. Now at the now you're posing the question: Should they have gotten rid of Peyton at the time they did, or hung on to him? Now at the time of them getting rid of Peyton, the the product around Peyton wasn't as bad as it is now around Andrew Luck, right? Mm-hmm, um, true. So you might have a point there. They may have had a small window where they possibly could have made another deep run into the playoffs. 
Since then, however, I mean, I kind of see why they went that way because, like you said, Andrew Luck, everybody talked about him as just the perfect, the prototype quarterback. That's yeah. the guy you, you don't have to worry about. You pick him. Uh, to roll to roll right into Andrew Luck from uh, Peyton Manning was like David Robinson to Tim Duncan, right? You didn't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, the product around him has deteriorated. Deteriorate. Oh, that's a tough <laughs> word. That's a big word. That's a, yeah, that's a, you're really I'm going for it, the man. I'm card on that one. Yeah. Deteriorated. Deteriorated. Oh. Deteriorated. Oh, yeah, that's tough. Wow. I'm going to have to practice that. It's it's gotten a lot worse. Let's go with that. Yeah. The product around him has gotten a lot worse. So right now, I really don't blame the guy. He's still... Uh, he doesn't have much. I mean, his line is terrible. His defense doesn't give him any help. And T.Y. Hilton... Great player. I just, I'm still not sold. To me, he's a, uh, he's kind of a Tory, uh, a Tory Smith 2.0. My opinion on, you know, yeah, on receivers in general, like, you don't win, you don't win Super Bowls with good, great receivers. Mm-hmm. You don't. You win. It all starts in the O line. Like they're kind of like the car. Like you have, you have a nice house, or like you can, you can have like a really bad house and a really, really nice car. Like a receivers, like it's just. It's not going to do anything for you unless you're a good team. Like one, like Des Bryant being gone from the Cowboys. Take this for an example. He was gone for those first weeks. They were still winning with Cole Beasley, an amazing O-line. Like to me, a lot of these receivers, they ask for a lot of money. But if I was like, if I was an owner, I'd let them walk when they, when they do that. Like, so true. And how the Patriots, right? Yeah. I mean, they just plug anybody in there pretty much. They always have a guy that's good, but... They just plug anybody in. They'll find another guy that's going to be comparable. Yeah, because no receiver like Calvin Johnson, best receiver. How how good did the Lions do? And you know what the craziest thing about having Calvin Johnson now? Like, he's gone now. Lions have a better record now than they did when he was there. Right. You, you could also say that's because of a better defense, better receivers, Stafford's playing better. But I would argue that Stafford is has been a great quarterback the whole time. I don't really... So it's tough. Like I don't think receivers. So it's guy like T. Y. Hilton isn't gonna make, isn't gonna win games for the Colts. Yeah, that's that. I think we can agree on that. Yeah, for sure. That was a, that was an interesting point though you brought up. Definitely, that's that's good conversation. Who knows if Peyton stuck around because they treated him kind of like he was super long in the tooth. Let's just get rid of the guy, right? Like I, yeah. I know that didn't sit well with him. And who knows? Maybe they could have made another deep run and uh, gotten another Super Bowl out of it. Honestly, I I don't know if they. It's tough to know. Like no one will ever know, but I'm sure they're they're wondering the same thing. But like the popular decision, a lot of people loved Peyton Manning. Like there's still people who were just Broncos fans for switched to Broncos because they love Peyton Manning so much. So I'm curious what like the people wanted because everybody, the Andy's of the world, they want to see this new young product. But then there's like the old school people who just want to see Peyton Manning. Because they know he's got the experience. He's pretty much like a coach out there. Uh, but I'm going to bring up the next point, another NFL uh, question that I want to ask you guys. The other, probably the biggest controversy right now in the NFL is the Dak Prescott, Tony Romo. What, what do you think about that, Daniel? I, I'm a firm believer in rolling with the hot hand here. Um, the NFL especially, um, it's, such a, it's such a small window you have. Such a small window. I mean, you look at the average uh, uh, career in the NFL. What is it? Three and a half years? That's the average? Yeah. Um, you know, something like that. Um, Romo's great and all, but uh, Dak, to me, has shown 
shown everything to me that like he can do it. He just he he's got that it factor. He kind of reminds me of a Russell Wilson when he came in the first year, right? Everybody they signed the the, the Seahawks signed Castle to that big contract. He was it, was, it was Flynn. Flynn. Oh, Flynn. Matt Sorry Flynn. to correct Sorry, you, but yeah. yeah, Matt Flynn signed him to that big contract. What uh, uh, Russell Wilson just outperformed in in training training camp, and they just went with him. And uh, good thing they did. They got a Super Bowl out of it. And um, I think they got to keep rolling with Dak here. What do you guys think? Andy, do you have any? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's yeah. I, you got to go with the hot hand. You you can't, <laughs> and that kind of strays away from what I was just saying. Uh... <laughs> well, but you you were believing in the young. Right? Yeah, you were believing yeah. in the youth. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's all part of the development, right? Like, like Romo's had he's had his playing time, and, and how do you? Uh, I. I, I am indifferent with the whole thing, but at the same time, I mean, how do you not go with the guy who's who's doing it for you at this point in time? The the way I see it, like I've always thought Romo gets a lot more hate than he deserves. I think he's a lot better quarterback than he gives he's giving credit for. His numbers don't say that. Yeah, look at his numbers; they're pretty good. I, I agree. <laughs> Plus, he's pretty pretty clutch. Man. He's super I, I clutch. Agree. I agree with you. Um, he gets beat up a lot, you know, and that's he, kind of uh, they they didn't always have this insane O line that they have the last. Yeah, few so years. let let's think about this. Let's say Romo's healthy, Dak never gets a chance. I think Romo's got almost the same record right now. He's also got Elliott in the backfield, having a like an unbelievable rookie year. Could be one of the best rookie seasons ever. So he's right. got that to hand the ball off to. An amazing O line. Like, who's to say that if Romo wasn't in there, they'd be doing better. I do think Dak Prescott's awesome. Like I, I think we were all a little bit surprised by how well that he has perfor- performed. But it's tough for people to be like, oh yeah, this is just all Dak Prescott. No, the team has just gotten better. The Cowboys have done a great job drafting O linemen. Like they're the people in the draft these last few years who have been boring to watch, except for last year with Elliott. Like I remember a couple they, when they drafted Travis Frederick with like the twenty sixth pick. Everyone was like, why on earth would they take him? Now look at now look at these guys, like they're ridiculous. Like Jerry Jones and like those coaches, they know something we don't about O linemen, and they that, did it right. Yeah, they they built from the line up, you know, and then they got their uh their running back, and they did it right. And as a as a quarterback, I remember when I was about ten years old playing football with an O line of kids that were smaller than me, and I can tell you, it's not a lot of fun to play football. When, when your O line can't block anything, it's it's kind of tough. You don't really understand how important they are until you have about zero point three seconds to throw the ball. It's it's not their fault that you were seven foot four when you were ten years old. Yeah, it's it's, it's really not. It's not their fault. But that was my opinion on that. Um, Let me ask you guys one more thing on that before we uh, before we uh, wrap up here. Um, what do you guys think would would that do to the locker room if they did go with Romo right now? Now. You're sending uh, to me. You're sending kind of the wrong message right now, Dak. You've been great. You you've won a bunch of games for us. Uh, now go go take a seat. To me, um, now if Romo gets hurt again, if he performs uh, badly, and now you're asking Dak to get back up from the bench and and then do it, I I just feel it sends the wrong message as well. Trying to uh, put Romo in there right now. What do you guys think about that? I yeah i I actually completely agree with that. I think that you have to keep Dak in and you have to you have to keep giving him the opportunity to perform the way he's been performing 
mm-hmm. if there comes a point in time where where that changes and he stops performing, then you know that you've got a good guy to go back to in Romo, and and you can you know you can carry that confidence through with your team. It's it's not like a, yeah, good job, Dak. See you later. Go sit on the bench. It's we gave you the opportunity. You had a bad game. We're gonna throw Romo in to see what happens and go from there. Um, that's that's what. In my opinion, that would be the best option. But what do you guys think? I, I would say the dressing room would be a little bit. It'd be a little. There's guys on that team who have played with Romo for a long time. Like personally, I think Jason Witten is probably. He's loving the fact they're winning, but he probably thinks that Romo was kind of not screwed over a little bit. But in a way, I think there's going to be a few guys who are a little upset about. But they're all professionals. Like it's a job, right? Yeah. I, and you have to when you're in the NFL making millions of dollars. Uh, you're feeding your family. Like, you have to understand that these owners they're, and coaches, they're all trying to make money too. Like, yeah. they're just, so you can't expect them to just be like, okay, Romo, put him back in because that's the right thing to do. Because it might be the right thing to do. He's played for that team for a long time. Uh, he's done a lot of great things for them. I, I wouldn't say a ton of great things, but he's had a lot of good seasons for them. And they could have been a lot worse if he wasn't there. Uh, but it would be really tough for Jerry Jones right now to go sit down Dak. Because what if, yeah, like you said, Daniel, what if he gets hurt again? Like, I, what, what if it, he, he goes in and gets injured? And then Dak I, Prescott is choked, takes a week off, comes back in. Like, you gotta, you got to ride the momentum. And I think in the offseason, Romo is probably going to be gone. I think they're going to get rid of him somewhere and probably trade him. There's a lot of teams that would be very, very interested in him. Right. That's, that's the other thing. They need Dak, right? They, they, don't, they, they really can't afford to upset him. I mean, it's not like Romo's 27 years old. He's 36. I mean... He's not going to be there. Dak is going to be the guy here uh, going forward. And I, I just, yeah, I agree with you guys too. I, I think it'd be sending the wrong message at this point. And when you find a good quarterback in the draft, you hold it tightly because there is so many bad quarterbacks who come out. Right. It's, it's, it's interesting hearing you guys talking about how you should hold on to a young quarterback. <laughs> oh, man. You kind of brought that back around on us. Quite interesting, TD. That's that's good stuff. Oh, but uh, Dak is he's good. He's he's playing oh, good right, right now. Right, right. Okay. And, and he's not just uh, complaining about deflated footballs when he loses by forty in the playoffs. Hey, I mean, I don't know what to say to that. So, but too, too, too but good. but is is Romo Peyton Manning though? Yes. <laughs> Romo is Peyton Manning. <laughs> we we've decided. Yes. yes, Romo is the equivalent of Peyton Manning. He's, I would hardly say, like, he's obviously liked in Dallas, but, like, he doesn't have the same thing that Peyton Manning had going there. And right. that, that's the only reason I say with that, and because Peyton Manning was just on a different level than these guys. Romo would be considered in that top 10 range. Uh, I'd put him next to Flacco, kind of in that area. Good, can win games, kind of in that Eli Manning level where they're elite, but they're not super like super great quarterback so I, I think there's going to be a weird relationship between Jerry Jones and Romo right now though Romo might be enjoying like honestly a backup quarterback making the same amount of money as a first string no pressure no one's no one's hating on him in the media like yeah he's got a pretty good life right now he's making a lot of money to just chill out real good life Candace yeah. not too bad either yeah honestly you think about his life like I think a lot of us Complaining about like, oh, I feel bad for, feel bad for Tony Romo. I think a lot of us would probably switch places with Tony Romo. <laughs> yeah. 
I, yeah, I would agree with that. I feel bad for this guy making millions of dollars to sit on a bench and uh, and watch football from the sideline. It's terrible. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a, it's a horrible life. It's a tough life. I think the pressure's off for him. I think we often assume that these guys like they obviously want to play, but sometimes like big Romo fans want him to play more than he does. I think. <laughs> Could be. I mean, I mean, let's let's face it. He's had a lot of back issues too, right? A lot of back issues. Uh, you know, is it is it worth walking around with a cane for the rest of your life? No, yeah, he's not thing. walking at all. Right? He's probably going to be content in the offseason. He'll be like, hey, they'll be like, do you want to be traded, Tony? And Tony will be like, hey, I'm actually loving this. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'd love, to, I'd love to can, play backup. Can I just stay here, but just not play? Yeah, I just don't... he's like Dak's doing a great job. Like, just keep him in there. I'll I'll hang out over here. Um, you keep paying me money. I'll I'll be happy. I'll eat some nachos. Yeah, hopefully, maybe. Definitely cheesies. Definitely chili cheese fries. Chili cheese fries. Cheesies. Fri- Wait a minute. Is this like a Canadian thing? Uh, it might be. Yeah. Do you not know what, what a cheesy cheese? is? No, I don't know what cheesies are. Oh, what are those? <laughs> come on, Dan. Sounds amazing. Oh, well, you haven't lived until you've had cheesies. It definitely. We gotta hook you up. It man. definitely sounds like a Canadian thing. Just like the, it's kind of a lame. Lame word, a little bit weird. Kind of sounds like a knockoff of an American brand. But it's not. Cheesies? They're, they're not cheese flavored, are they? That would be too obvious. No, well, not really. No, they're not cheese flavored. No. no. 100%. You'll get to experience it one day. When you come this visit. This segment of the uh, Throwing Shade podcast brought to you by Cheesies. Brought, yeah, that was. what if that was just like the best paid promotion ever? We're like, Cheesy's paid us all that money and we just acted like it just happened. <laughs> and people are now, like, every everyone watching right now is, like, just Googling. leaving right from here to go on the Cheesy's website. Ordering cheesy? ordering 10 bags online and we're getting, like, 100 bucks per bag. <laughs> but, yeah, is there anything else you guys want to talk about for this episode? Oh, we're going to talk quickly about... Um, Daniel, actually, to end off, yeah. you were uh, you're quite the like the news guy. Oh yes, this is this is what I've been waiting for the entire podcast. We need more news. <laughs> always need more news. So so Daniel, um, Brett, yes. Brett was just kind of talking to me a bit about uh, your experience as a writer, um, as the news guy. I, I believe was it at E three. Yes, at E3, my first experience at E3, my first experience as a writer, slash taxi driver, slash a personal <laughs> assistant. Um, I wore a lot of hats yeah, he um, did. during that event and carried some as well. Um, yeah, it was interesting, you know, actually that, uh, last year's E3, 2000, what was it, 15? Yeah. Uh, that's what, like we touched on in the last episode, that's when I met Brett. Uh, we were uh, both writers and contributors to this um, sports gaming outlet. And that, that's and so, when the bromance started. That's when the bromance Oh, and what I want to talk about was, uh, so we walked in. Remember when we walked into that room with all those like guys who were actually important in gaming? Yeah, actual employees <laughs> in gaming outlets. Like paid employees. <laughs> Me and Daniel are just unpaid writers. Getting struggling to like just stay afloat with news articles, <laughs> getting 30 views an article. And we're with all these guys from like Curse Network, like people vlogging. Otaku, I mean, we're, yeah, it was a lot of uh, 
Legit outlets. And I'll never forget sitting on beanbag chairs with Daniel on, on the floor. Do you remember that? Yes, absolutely. Doing absolutely nothing on our computers, but making it look like we were doing something just to fit in. That's the thing. Everybody, you know, it was a, so this was the media um, hospitality room is what they called it. Now they had snacks and water and they had all these like banquet tables. And so we walk in there and the room is jam packed with people and people got GoPros and selfie sticks and all kinds of camera equipment and and laptops and desktops and all kinds of stuff and they're just hammering away on their keyboards working doing shooting <laughs> videos and shooting news uh scenes and all kinds of stuff and we walked in there we had no clue what we're doing <laughs> just uh, popped up our our little uh tablet took <laughs> some selfies because <laughs> that was the only chairs left available for us uh, we had no clue what we're doing really uh, did you um, did you uh do you still have that same computer Yes, I do. Yeah, I probably a, still have that picture. Yeah, it's a it was a quality time we had at E three. We were uh, we were yeah, very important. We were really, you know what though, it was a learning experience, right? Like that got us kind of in the door. Like that was our first gaming event, um, meeting developers and stuff. So I took some positives away from it, but um, it definitely was a grind. I, I was tired when I when I got home. I was tired because I just. I worked a lot. I mean, you did too, TD. Whether it was holding a camera, doing an interview, writing an article, hammering out a video that night. Uh, man, it was it was pretty tiring. I'd definitely do it a different way this time around if, 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 I, if I got another chance. What about you? Oh, I do. I think E3 going, like, being not recognized at all, put, it, like, pushed us both to want to be more recognized, right? Definitely. Like, we want to go there and people to actually know who we are. And, and know the people, right? Yeah. Know the people that make the games. Like, get to know the developers and stuff. That was a big thing for me. Just just kind of have them know us. Like, hey, this guy's a decent guy. You know, let me talk to him. I just, um, I don't know. That that first event was kind of, uh, well, I don't know. It was a learning experience. 100%. Right. We're definitely planning on going back. Hopefully, Andy's there. I yes. would love to. I would love to. <laughs> yeah, well, it should be a lot sure of fun. save a beanbag chair for me. Oh, oh, we will. Sit on my lap, Andy. <laughs> that got weird. That got weird. Let's end the show. Here we go. But yeah, thank you guys all uh, for listening. This will hopefully be on. I'm working on it to get it on iTunes and stuff. We're thinking every Wednesday and Saturday. Is that what or Sunday? Either way. Either way, it'll, there, there'll be one on the weekend and then one usually during the week, uh, or as many as we feel like doing because this is a lot of fun. Um, but do you guys want to say anything? Uh, just want to say thanks for thanks for tuning in again, guys. Um, hope you pop by again, and uh, yeah, we'll see you at the end of the week here. Definitely. Thanks for listening once again. Um, let us know in the comments below um, if there's any topics you guys want me, want us to touch on, um, things of that nature. Um, you know, we're always we're still kind of uh, freestyling it here. You know, trying to come up with cool, neat ideas to. Uh, talk about but i think we're doing a decent job so let us know in the comments below definitely looking forward to some feedback here from you guys perfect well thank you guys so much for listening uh subscribe to the podcast and we'll see you guys next time